But I'm like, when all those guards or whatever come back, they're going to be like, yeah, it wasn't her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. Everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from Cinema Sins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from Cinema Sins. Hello, hello. Today we'll be doing a mini pod, uh, invisible pod, or an invisi pod. <laughs> invisi pod. You can hear us, but you can't see us. Ooh, yeah. Which is every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, we're doing a mini pod of the Invisible Man. Uh, this is. Uh, this is one. I mean, we've had a bunch of horror movies. I don't know if we. I don't know if I would classify this as straight horror, though. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it, they're definitely. Uh, you know, Invisible Man is kind of one of the. It's. I mean, it's considered in the Universal Monster canon, but uh, it's probably really. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, like in the Universal Monster collections, there you get the Invisible Man movies too. Um. So okay, I, I actually didn't know that they were even giving hg wells credit on this oh really yeah yeah like i i thought this was just a new thing called the invisible man My- because you know the the original invisible man is a guy it, it we we're told from his perspective yeah and and he starts growing insane as yeah, yeah, he yeah. gets as he's goes around invisible and everything um, but uh, but yeah, it, it doesn't seem to have much to do with H.G. Yeah. Wells. When they were uh, no, I agree with that. I think it's a different take on it. When they were doing the um, when they were trying to bring the Universal monsters back and create that whole universe, but then the Mummy tanked. Mm-hmm. At that point, they had casted Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were planning on including an Invisible Man movie in there, and then when they had to you know scratch all of that. Uh, they were trying to figure out what to do, and then I, I don't know if Lee Wannell just came to them with this idea or if Jason Blum went to Universal and said, hey, like, why don't you give us a crack at some of these? Mm-hmm. Uh, but somehow this came to be, and then uh, Lee Wannell got brought on, and uh, they did their own little version of, of The Invisible Man. I will say, if you're going to bring back the Universal monsters, if you're going to try to modernize, I think this is the basic, this is a good route to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just let let creators, uh, you know, come up with their own idea, um, and uh, and do their thing to the best of their ability, and I I think that's what we have here. So is uh is Lee Winnell uh more known as one of the people behind Saw still, or do you think like now people know him more for like Upgrade or something? Yeah, I was gonna I don't know because Upgrade was not like a huge hit or I mean it wasn't like I don't know that it was a bomb, but it definitely didn't make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't because I don't know how much it cost. Um. But, uh, yeah, no, I think he's definitely getting more. I think he's getting to where he's more known as a director. Um, I know he has nothing to do with, I mean, outside of the first Saw, I don't even know how much he had to do with anything after that. He was probably a producer. I know he has nothing to do with this Chris Rock thing because I read an interview with him. They were asking him about that in an interview on The Invisible Man. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he also directed Insidious Chapter Three, which yeah. was just kind of his introduction into directing. Which he w- he wrote the first Insidious and mm-hmm. second one as well. So. Yeah, because uh, he used to have a a sort of uh, 
I guess a partnership with James Wan there for a while, I think, right? Yeah. He yeah. used to do a lot of James Wan stuff. Yeah, um, he wrote Dead Silence and uh it looks like on the Saw he does it does show that Saw two and Saw three he had some writing duties on. Mm -hmm. And then after that he's kinda gone. And you've seen we've seen him as an actor too. That's oh, absolutely. Thing yeah. that, uh, you know, he pops up in, in uh, uh he pops up in Saw, he pops up in is it in is it the first and it's in all it's in several of the insidious. Yeah, no, he's in he's in all of them. He's one of the investigators. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah. I just, just couldn't remember if they used them all in every <laughs> single movie because they goes all over the place. Yeah, I think they're. I mean, we send the last key together. I I'm, I think he was even in that one if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh. So um, let's see. All right. So I really really enjoyed this movie. Um. This is uh probably it might be my favorite movie this year so far. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the only one that would even be competing with it was The Gentleman, and I, I think I liked this better. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I, the, I, I, I saw this trailer probably 50 times. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and that's probably exaggerating, but, God, I, every movie I watch seemed to have this trailer, and nothing about it made me want to go watch yeah. this movie. Other than Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Moss is always, is always good. Yeah. And, and so... Uh, I when I started hearing like good things about this, I was like, "Oh no, is this gonna be one of those where everybody loves this for some reason?" And yeah. then I go watch yeah. it, and I'm like, "I don't, I don't get it." <laughs> um, uh, before we're getting into spoilers and everything, I think this movie does uh, tension really well. It really, <laughs> yeah, really sets up a lot of things just in a, a terrific fashion. I like the story behind it too. I like everything that I like the, the actions on screen. Elizabeth Moss is going through some shit here, man. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, the, the horror is coming at two different angles. Absolutely. Uh, and, and you, you know, it, 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 it it's one it's, it's rare it's rare that the horror has, I don't know, it's rare that the horror and the story are yeah. married together yeah. so well. And in this one it does, it does extremely well. Uh, yeah, this delves into uh, toxic relationships mm -hmm. in a way that I think, uh, as good as any movie I've seen on that subject, yeah, um, and Elizabeth Moss's performance is unreal. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, we knew. I mean, both of us, especially we we know Elizabeth Moss. We know she's a really good actress, so that wasn't surprising. I don't. She hasn't had like a starring role in something. I mean, this is a like a in a major release, right? Um, she's had a starring role in other movies. She did Her Smell last year, which yeah. is a great under the radar movie. But um, I I feel like this is her first really big jump into like more of the. I guess Hollywood mm -hmm. uh, mainstay. Although I, another thing about this movie that I want to bring up, though, this movie costs seven million dollars. Really, and it looks amazing. Yeah, it does. And I, you sit there and wonder. Like I was just reading an article recently where Martin Scorsese might have to go to Netflix because whoever he's trying to make Killers of the Flower Moon for is balking at the price tag, which he right now is at two hundred twenty-five million. I've read that fucking book. Mm -hmm. Like, there is no reason that movie should cost $225 million to make. Yeah, I get the sense that people like Scorsese are, at this point in their lives, yeah. they're tired of hearing people tell them what they need to do, and they yeah. want to have all the money and the power <laughs> yeah. to make whatever they want. And yeah. sure, I mean, I, I, would, I would gladly give Scorsese that much, too. But, like, 
yeah, two hundred twenty-five million is absurd. It's yeah, absurd. for for a, for a true crime story, it just it just even if you're given like DiCaprio twenty million, I mean, you you could make that movie for a hundred million or less, you know. But this was made for seven million dollars, yeah. so, supposedly. I mean, I mean, there's marketing and stuff like that. Sure, it's still cheap, and it's going to yeah. make it all this week. Yeah, yeah, even if it's not a huge hit, it it's going to make the money back it, it, for absolute certain. It will. Yeah, there's no doubt. And 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 on a Thursday night at ten fifteen, nearly packed house this oh is gonna, that's good to hear this uh, is going to be a huge hit yeah i hope so uh it definitely deserves to be but going back elizabeth mosto like we were talking about the toxic relationship thing just her god her describing her relationship i can't even remember his name what is the character's name that she's uh, adrian adrian yeah he's the um he's the the scientist he's the mad scientist in this movie mm-hmm. which they kind of modernize he's more of like a tech guy mm-hmm. which makes perfect sense within the you know the context of the film mm-hmm. um you know just her describing to her sister and i aldis hodge plays this character he's a cop and yeah I, I guess he's a friend of the family yeah okay um aldis hodge who i love by yeah. the way um straight but, out of compton mc wren yes mm-hmm. uh he was on uh he was voodoo on the first season of uh, uh friday night lights oh yeah that's that. right that's right and then he was also in that movie uh, voodoo wow i forgot yeah. about that i can't remember the uh i can't remember the name of the show all of a sudden but i watched every episode of it he did a show with timothy hutton it was a tnt show it was like it was really good too. Uh, was it recent? Yeah, it was fairly recent. It was uh it was it was a really fun show. It was like in the last ten years or something. It was um oh my goodness. He's on City on a Hill, which was a recent show. Looks like he was on turn as well. Leverage. Leverage, okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh anyway, so he plays like a friend of the family, so she's telling them uh just everything that Adrian did to her. And it's yeah. just it's just it's 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 terrifying actually just to hear her tell the story. This is a this is the one of the lesser known kind of uh I guess abuses where yes there was physical abuse. Yeah. But you're expecting to hear that right off the bat. He yeah. beat her yeah. all that. But no, it's way more psychological and yeah. and you know tell me how to dress and uh, tell me what to say, yeah. all that type of and thing. And it's like stages. It's like it started with one thing, like he told her what to eat or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and then it gradually it just gets to where it by the end uh, she just can't even think for herself. Mm-hmm. Like nothing, not, she's not doing anything for herself, basically. Yeah. Uh, everything is for him and what he's telling her to do, and it's just, and you feel it in her performance. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I knew the movie was going to, I mean, you could tell from the trailer that, the movie was going to get into some things like that, but I guess I just assumed it would, you know, it being a horror movie, just, I don't know. You don't always assume that's what's going to happen. Um, um, so Leah, let's go ahead and grade it and go into yeah. spoilers. Uh, this is a solid a guys. This is yeah. as a as it gets. Yeah. I was, I don't know why I kept saying like, is this really an a, you know, cause it, cause I mean, I will say there's, I don't really have any negatives other than, I mean, I guess in some ways you're going to feel like you've seen some of this before. I mean, it is a very much a, it's very much a studio thriller yeah. slash horror movie, mm-hmm. but like, I don't, I don't have a problem. Like I'm maybe there's going to be some small things up on rewatches, but like there's nothing that comes to mind that I really have an issue with. So no, they, that sounds like an A to me. There's only, if there's one thing I think there might be a, a, a flaw to, and we're not getting into the spoilers yeah. yet is the ending of this movie. I think the ending, uh, it sort of forgets some things uh, to get to this ending. Yeah. 
uh and uh and and so yeah i mean it's 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 if there's one thing i i think i think many people will be satisfied with the ending i'm not saying the ending's bad i'm just saying that uh there's one thing about that i left the theater going but what about (laughs) and then this i did want to mention though before we get into spoilers that there are i've heard people say they feel like they saw the whole movie in the trailer Mm -hmm. uh don't let that deter you uh, you definitely, you definitely did not. didn't because I hated the trailer. Yeah. And this movie is way better than the, the trailer. I, I agree. And I do understand like the trailer does kind of feel like you're just getting all the twists, but mm-hmm. uh, you're not. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's move on to uh, spoilers. Cool. Miss Luke's what? father is actually Darth Vader. She's, She's the sister and the daughter. No, 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 no. I'm reading the books. Um. So, yeah, the... I, the way this movie sets up everything, first off, I feel like Lee Wanell here is doing almost John Carpenter in Halloween type yes. work here. Yes. Uh, the the way the the screen way the way you know we're in a movie called we're watching a movie called The Invisible Man, so it makes me look at every part of the frame in this mm-hmm. in this movie, uh, and. And there's even one part of this where I think that half the audience, maybe more, didn't even notice when she goes outside and starts and and she starts thinking that Adrian is around and everything. Yeah. There's a little bit of breath that shows up yeah. behind her. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people saw that in my because yeah. in the audience that I was with, like every scary thing, there were people like jumping out of yeah, their yeah, seats absolutely. and all that. So they I don't even know if they saw that because it kind of mixes blends in with how when she's breathing out yeah. there and everything. But the very beginning of this movie where she is she has to carefully get his arm off uh, off of her as as she's they're lying next yeah. to the other in bed. She has to like make every like you know quiet sound to get as much things as she can yeah. get. Um, and uh, and there's a there's a point where she's down in one of the rooms and the camera just moves over, just looks over yeah. like a security camera down this hallway. And I was expecting like dude to be start to running like running <laughs> yeah, after her yeah, or something yeah. i expected that to come out and it's setting you up it's priming you for that yeah and then and then so like nothing happens but then she starts walking through the kitchen and then yeah. there's that i mean this is how you do jump scares absolutely where you have the the you you need your character to be completely silent and she kicks a whole she kicks a dog bowl yeah it sounds like it sounds like death and you know like it's the worst sound in the the world when it happens yeah i'm sure they ratcheted up the sound a lot too. oh yeah, yeah yeah but um but yeah that whole opening sequence where she's getting away is stellar it, and uh, absolutely and then by the time she gets down onto the road and her sister shows yeah. up and everything and i don't know what her sister was thinking once she got jumped in the car she's like what's going on yeah and then she's like <laughs> just go and then she's like and then then all of a sudden that's when we see the yeah. running when well, it and just everything. and it takes her so long to get out of the house like i mean you're right it's like a master class it's almost like a de palma opening or something where you know he uses the size of the house to his advantage where we keep thinking okay she's about to go out the door but no then she goes in another room mm-hmm. and then she starts getting something else down or she turns the camera or she has to get dressed mm-hmm. and then she decides she's going to help the dog out you know it's like yeah it's like it, and so that just builds up and you're just like god just get the fuck out of there yeah, you know yeah, yeah. you don't even know what this guy's done at this point right you don't, 
she could be the re- you know she could be a problem. You don't know what's going on, yeah. but you just know that you want her to get out of the fucking house. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then dude, like again, it's it's just the way he frames it. Like he, yeah, she's in the car, and you're still like get the fuck out of there. But you're like ah, he was he was he was out like a light. Yeah, nothing was a you know nothing was a big problem. Then suddenly yeah, that's when we do see the running in the corner of the frame. Yeah, as he comes up and smashes that window. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was the first moment in the movie where, like, I heard people just like, <gasps> yeah, you know that type of thing. Well, and you even think like you think you know where it's going because even when the car comes up, you're thinking, oh, that's going to be him, not her sister. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what a lot of movies would do in that scenario. But then it ends up being her sister, and somehow that's even scarier. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but you know, you're just like, well, because you know he's coming from somewhere. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know they're not just gonna have like a little happy, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, send off, and that, yeah, and that's just what the first like five minutes of the movie, <laughs> yeah, first five minutes, <laughs> and uh, so then yeah, then uh, the way this movie goes about everything is that, um, you know, we hear that he's committed suicide and that he's gonna leave five million dollars to her, yeah. and um, and so. But then she's still in this mindset, like this guy is just a, he's a he's just a tricker. He's a yeah. he's a guy who would do he would like fake his own suicide and then yeah. like come back and and do something and and she starts hearing stuff around this house. She's staying yeah. with uh, a, a family friend of some yeah. sort, and that's Aldis Hodge and her yeah. and his daughter Stormery. Yep, yep. Uh, and um and she starts hearing noises and stuff and. And she even what is the point where like she's she starts she goes around investigating the noises she goes outside she does all that and then she gets back in the bed and then that's when the the sheet got pulled <laughs> yeah, off of her yeah. and uh and and so like of course everything that she says that this this invisible force this invisible man keeps doing things and she'll scream about it and then everybody's like what's going on yeah. and she's like. Uh, dude, there's, I'm, I swear the guy who committed suicide yeah. is here and he's invisible. And so she is building up this huge, like crazy points yeah, type of thing. Absolutely. So, so, and, and well, actually this invisible man, this Adrian, who's an asshole yeah, is building up huge, he's crazy, like intricately points. plotting. Yeah. Which, and this actually reminded me of like haunted house movies. It's kind of had that structure mm-hmm. to where, and we always, we always, send this kind of stuff and when we do these movies like conjuring and stuff where these ghosts fuck with you at first mm-hmm. before they build up to the big thing and it doesn't really make sense on a haunted house movie here it actually makes sense makes all the sense in the world and it, and it so then you're just like oh this is actually working in this situation and i really love it you know like it's just it's kind of interesting i was thinking the same thing i was yeah. like this is normally something that i hate <laughs> but because we know the background here and because we know why he would want to do something like that it it makes sense that he doesn't want to straight up just yeah. kill her yeah he wants her he wants to destroy her life again and so he wants everybody basically hitting her like he sends his he uh uses her computer sends her sister an, a terrible email oh it's terrible yeah uh, like, and yeah go ahead well no just like <laughs> yeah. uh, i don't want to see you again yeah. i wish you would you were dead yeah. all that yeah i wish you had died instead of adrian or yeah. whatever and then um, there's that scene where he hits uh, Storm Reed's character while she's in the room, so it looks like she hit her. I, yeah. don't, I didn't really completely get, which I guess because she's the only other one in the room, but she was clearly across the room, yeah. so I couldn't really figure out where that Storm Reed. That was sort of my thing, too. Yeah. Because, and, and then, 
like yeah and then I, and then they were so ready to believe i guess it's because she they they had broken her he had broken her down enough to where she yeah. was talking crazy yeah. and everything of course she if she's getting to that point then of course yes she would fly off the handle and hit somebody for no reason but uh yeah i was the same way <laughs> she's across the room i don't know how she expected she thought but- but I guess, but if you're in a room with one person, you're just going to assume, well, they had to have hit me. I don't know how they did it. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, um, but so, so she's, so he's basically ter- He's basically getting to where no one wants to be around her. And, um, and then it leads to that. Oh, that like <laughs> that crazy scene in the movie where, uh, she's having dinner with her sister. Yeah. And then her this sis- is so well done. I know it's so awesome. I mean, I yeah, the what they're at the table together. She's about to tell her what Adrian's doing to her, and then you see the knife come up. Uh, you know, and her sister's like, "Wait a second. And then, and then the knife goes and slits her throat, and it goes right back into Elizabeth Moss's yeah. hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And 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 you can see it in her face too. Like like everybody in the restaurant notices yeah. that the the person across from her is bleeding out and she's got a bloody knife yeah. in her hand and she's like i love this i love the fact that she didn't get up and say i didn't do this or any of that yeah, yeah, yeah. like like there's some there's some things in movies a lot of times where i understand that you want to defend yourself and everything but she knows what this looks like yeah she, there's no way that she can say anything and she doesn't say anything well even when the cops are interrogating her she you know, she there are things that she wants to say, but a she's pretty sure he's in the room with them, mm-hmm. and um and and I think she just realizes like I'm just I'm gonna sound like an insane person, and I don't know how to phrase this to where I won't sound like an insane person. And Elizabeth Moss is I it's it's all in her performance. Oh my God, she's so good in this. And you know what? If there was any justice in in these kinds of movies that never get any kind of Academy Award yeah. consideration, she should be at least an early consideration. Absolutely. Just much like we were talking about Lupita Nyong'o last year in Us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, but even more so here, I mean, if 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 her performance, I mean, this is almost like Happy Death Day in the sense, it's a better movie, but in the sense that if, if her performance doesn't work, this movie completely falls apart. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you, you're, you believe her, like you're, you're, you're so into what she's going through that I think that's how it makes everything else effective. Obviously Wanell's directing things well too, but, uh, but I think her performance is the center of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how else you judge like what's a best performance than, you know? Yeah. Uh, just a, so many, a range of emotions yeah. being able to be just being able to do it in as little as she does, I mean, as you know, she expresses everything and like she's not going, she's not overacting, she's not, yeah, you know, everything yeah. seems real and right. It's really interesting too because I was thinking back to like when I I watched Mad Men when it was on and I liked her in Mad Men, but that Mad Men's like an ensemble piece. I mean, there's a ton of people mm-hmm. in that show, and uh, I never would have thought though like she would be the one because I mean, God, she. Her screen presence is like for me. It's like almost like it's at least in the consideration of like Margot Robbie levels. Mm-hmm. I mean, I it, agree. It's in that. Cons- I mean, she. No, I agree. She's one of the like not just actresses. Like she is one of like those top top actors that I look the most forward to seeing what she's gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know, if I find out she's in something, I'm immediately interested. I haven't seen the entire Her Smell, but yeah. uh, I've seen a lot of it, and um, and she's great in it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, she's just she's got a, she's just got an awesome screen presence, which I think is kind of underrated. I think I don't think a lot of people think about that. But, yeah, you know, but she just 
She just, uh, she demands your attention. I mean, she's beautiful and all those things, but I mean, it's not just physical. It's, she just demands your attention. Um, in the same way, like a Will Smith or, you know, I, I name, agree. Your, name your person. I agree. Uh, yeah, there, there's just like, just some very effective things. Remember, we haven't even, there's a point where we haven't even seen the invisible man. We've seen like yeah. some moments and everything. And then like, she goes up in the attic yeah. in that one scene and cause she's called his phone and the phone starts buzzing up in yeah. the attic. Yeah. And so go, she goes to investigate and notices that. Uh, the phone is there. The drawings that she was going to have when she yeah. went to apply for an architect's job was there. Yeah, yeah. All these things were up in the attic. And uh, and then she, at this point, I think she's full on, like, I think there's an invisible, I think he's invisible. He was, yeah. he worked on optics. He did all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, he was like the leading optics designer or something. Right. So. And then there's a point where she goes over to, because she hears the ladder slightly move. Yeah. And 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 th I think it's awesome. They also set this up, but it wouldn't make sense for his for his character to do this because if he moves the ladder out completely, then people are going to ask how in the world she got up there yeah, without yeah, the yeah. ladder. But like, uh, you hear the ladder slightly moving, you think, oh, he's going to pull the ladder out. Yeah, he, she won't be able to get out. She obviously, I mean, the ladder does get knocked down. Yeah, she, she finds does, a way to get she, out. She gets the hell out of there, but. Uh, you hear the ladder, and she goes over, and uh, and she she knows this dude is invisible at this point. Yeah, pours that paint down, and yeah. and that's one of the best. That's another great jump scare. Yeah, because we're expecting like every horror movie for nothing to happen. Yeah, she pours the paint down. She looks crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, oh, no, that dude was sitting there the yeah. whole time. They jump right into. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, in this movie is almost two hours, or it's right at two hours. And I remember seeing the runtime, and I was like, oh, there's, there's going to be a lot of build up but i mean it's pretty quickly like she's already on the train of he's here somehow mm -hmm. because that even the sheet scene i mean they make it pretty clear it, and they don't even really mess around because i was curious if it was going to end up being something where she really is imagining it you know that kind yeah. of thing but they make it pretty clear early on that he's there mm -hmm. you know and he's fucking with her because the the footprints uh, in the bed, the extra breath behind her. Mm -hmm. I mean, that stuff she doesn't even see. So obviously, you know, he's there. Mm -hmm. um, they make that pretty clearly on. They get her on board pretty quickly. Um, and I love the practicality of it. Mm -hmm. I love that it's not... I mean, in most of these, and there's nothing wrong with this, but like in the original Universal movies, which I love with Claude Rains, you know, he literally turns invisible. Yep. Um, in this, it's a suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I but I think for this story that worked better. A and suit, by the way, that a few years ago I've I had heard of yeah. people trying stuff like this. Yeah, where it's basically a million tiny cameras or whatever. Yeah, kind of. Uh, and I don't know how it all works, but basically it would just be record like it would be showing what's behind you and what's in yeah. front of you yeah. and everything like that. Uh, uh, obviously it would be something that would be super costly and super hard to make, but, yeah. uh, this is, you know, this guy is super rich. He's super smart. All yeah, that. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I love, I love, so I love that about it too. I love that they were able to work that in. It wasn't, and I mean, it wasn't just like, he's just, I mean, cause he is a monster in, in, in reality. Mm-hmm. But he's not like a he's not an actual invisible person, I guess. Right, but, right. He's not drinking a potion and yeah. he suddenly becomes and, invisible. And I love this. I I've always loved the idea of the Invisible Man, and I love the original film. I, most modern up adaptations of it haven't been very good. First off, like in the eighties, you had some of these where 
it was more of like a sex comedy kind of thing, mm-hmm. and you had stuff like The Invisible Maniac, Adam Rifkin directed. You had Memoirs of Invisible Man, which was actually John Carpenter. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad movie. No, I, I kind of like it. Um, but it's it's silly, and it's more high concept and all that kind of stuff. It's mm. not like a straight thriller like this. I hate Hollow Man. Yeah, yeah, Hollow Man's not That good. has developed an audience, though, which I find really, really odd. When this was coming out, there were a ton of people on Twitter talking about how they were rewatching Hollow Man and how people don't appreciate it. I've, I mean, I've seen it uh, probably three times. I mm. mean, I, I, I do not like that movie, but it has its fans, too. I think it's interesting that Wanell does a much better version of this, does much better with this material than Verhoeven did with, I don't even know how much money he had. Mm-hmm. He, that was probably at least a forty or fifty million dollar budget yeah. back then. Yeah, and um, didn't do anything anywhere near as interesting as this, in no. my opinion. Well, yeah, I mean, in in Hollow Man, it's like it, it sort of takes off on the fact that he becomes more insane as a as he's going around yeah. in the Invisible, but. He's a lot. Uh, he's way more rapey, and oh he's my way more. Like, I mean, well, and that's another, at least two women in that movie. Yes. Well, and Hollow Man is. Uh, that's what I say. Hollow Man deals with sexual abuse also, but in a but it but this but not like this. Like mm-hmm. this is a much more like I don't know. It's, it's it's interesting to look at the ways it's handled. I mean, that clearly looks like sexual abuse from the director of Basic Instinct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot of finesse. It's just No. Yeah, uh but yeah, no, you're right. Uh he it it, it yeah, he he full on rapes um I can't even think Rona of her Rona Mitri, yeah. And then he has uh he has a small scene with Kim Dickens. Yeah, where he's definitely fucking around with her inappropriately. Yeah. Um but um but yeah, I, there was a point. Now maybe you can answer this question for me though, that I thought maybe possibly they were saying that about this guy as well because she she's pregnant at one point. Yeah, that was interesting. I I was wondering if that was going to come out um but cuz I don't know how much time had passed at this point cuz they yeah. said it was they said it was like within the last month probably. Mhm. So, but then we do find out so the idea is that it's possible maybe he when she was asleep he had sex with her mm-hmm. or something when he was invisible but they do say he was replacing her birth control pills so it could have been right before it could have been there was all the there's also the moment where he uh has her overdose or or whatever on the diazepam yeah and i i thought there was a chance there that that could have been where he, yeah, d- maybe. he did it but like uh, that that would have been. I don't know if that's one of those things where they put it in there, so you have to wonder about it, yeah. or if it was just, oh, okay, well, this was, you know, this was he 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 took the birth control pills and they had sex, and yeah. you know that's what happened. But uh, I I I really did think there for a second that they were saying that he did this in the time that he's been invisible and everything. So, and then we also have the twist where when she, she, they, uh, she finally gets Aldous Hodge kind of on board. Well, she realizes he's going to go after Storm Reed. Mm-hmm. Well, she, well, first off, she realizes the brother's in on it because mm-hmm. he comes, he confronts her at the hospital yeah. and says, because of her getting possibly charged with criminal activity, uh, the, the $5 million is null and void basically. Mm-hmm. And um, and then he says, but if you agree to go back to Adrian, which so then he admits he's still alive and have the kid and have the kid with him, um, I can make this go away, which at the time I remember thinking like, well, how's that going to fucking work? Yeah, this dude's dead. I mean, he's supposed to be dead. Yeah, yeah, I you know. know that there, there, if there is there, there are several like I said, there's yeah. several things before we got into the spoilers. There are several things in the ending of this yeah. movie that I'm like, now, 
I will say they are fucking just crazy dudes. Like mm. you find out both of them are insane and yeah. and uh, don't don't have their head on right. But you then you find out. So then and then he. Uh, um, I, I'm trying to remember how she figures out he's gonna. Oh, because he's talk because. She confronts him in the hospital. That's a great fucking sequence. Yeah, it is. Um, you see some of that in the preview where the cops are shooting themselves in the foot and all that kind of stuff. That scene is really well Buon done. L has a way of the with using yeah. the camera in that scene. Oh, it's, it's so, so great. And and it's and at that point he is going in and out because she's fucked up the suit somehow. She stabbed yeah. him a few times, so the suit keeps she popping. She steals up. a pen from the yeah, yeah. Uh, the the brother's uh, yeah. uh, briefcase. Then pretends she's gonna kill herself, so he tries to stop her and then and she's like, there you are. And then, and then you start, yeah. Yeah, starts like doing the, the jail stabbing on him. Yeah, she shanks him. Yeah. Um, and so uh, so that's a great scene. And then, which at that point, too, I remember thinking, like, well, she's in the clear now because, you know, he doesn't kill those cops. He maybe kills one of them. But I'm like, when all those guards or whatever come back, they're going to be like, yeah, it wasn't her. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but she finds out. But then he tells her he's going to hurt her fam, her friends. And so she realizes he's going after Storm Reed. So she gets all this Hodge on board, at least lets him know that he needs to get home. Mm-hmm. And so he gets there. He finds out that there's an invisible man. And then she, she um, oh, she gets him with the fire extinguisher. Yeah. And then she shoots him. And then that ends up being the brother. Uh, but I don't, but, but my question is, so do you think that, Adrian was doing it most of the time and that he just set his brother up they in that one scenario. Kind of leave it open. That, and I kind of like that. Yeah. It makes the ending a little more macabre. Yeah. I, <laughs> they leave it open. Um the one thing that I kept thinking during that reveal that the brother is in the suit, and then of course later they go to Adrian's house and find him like behind some paneling of some sort. Yeah, oh yeah, and he's alive. And he's yeah. alive and everything. Um, but the one thing that I kept thinking was, was this whole thing, if, if you were, maybe there was, maybe there was a plan after this, but if Adrian's whole end game there was for his brother to be found out, uh, then his brother, like, I, I, there, there's no way for him to have known that you know, Elizabeth Moss was going to be able to stab him and like yeah. have him, have him glitch out yeah. and, ha- and do all these things to get to the point where he's shot a whole bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know how he could have orchestrated something where his brother ends up being revealed at yeah, the end. So I wonder if his brother is the one doing it the whole time. And then, and then Adrian's still behind it. Cause like you said, Adrian never admits, cause that's the whole thing at the end where she's trying to get him to admit that he was behind it Yeah, and he won't do it. And then she decides to do what she does. Well, and you know what? Here's another thing the movie could be saying about this is that maybe he didn't do all this invisible man stuff, yeah. but he's still a fucking bastard for yeah, doing all the things exactly. that he did. I, th- I don't know that it matters in the, in the grand scheme. It, it of doesn't. It, uh, it, it, it's something that I'm wondering. I, I and I'll have to, when I watch this again, I'm going to be wondering about this. I'm wondering if that's something they should have fleshed out or is it better that yeah. we don't know? Well, and I will say if this movie is a huge hit and if they decide to try to do a sequel, I'm that, that might be, that might be, problematic mm-hmm. like because they 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 might have to come up because i mean like i really don't know i mean i guess i could i guess they wouldn't try to they wouldn't try to prove it because everybody because the cops know about the invisibility now too yeah that's so, the other thing about yeah, the ending that- so 
So I guess if anyone's listened to this that hasn't seen it, what happens is she confronts Adrian, tries to get him to confess. Aldous Hodge, who plays a cop, he's actually outside the house listening in. Yeah, she's bugged. She's bugged. And um, so when she realizes he's not going to uh, uh, kill, uh, I mean, he's not going to tell her anything, she excuses herself. She had hidden, which I don't know why she didn't take the invisible suit with her initially, but at one point when she discovered the suit, she she created one and she stuck it like in a hiding place, which there's a lot of great foreshadowing in this movie, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, and so I guess when she went to the rest, when she went to the bathroom, she actually put the suit on. Then she comes back and then she cuts his throat. Mm-hmm. But on the security camera, it looks like he's cutting his throat because yeah. she uses his hand. And um, and what was my? I don't remember what my point was after that. <laughs> what were we talking about? The technology and it being found. Oh yeah, and so and- the cops already know that technology. So I don't know why they wouldn't have at least suspect. This is the big. This yeah. may be the biggest problem with the ending uh, that I had, and and I still believe this is an A because yeah, it did well, everything that it did. Absolutely. But, but this is the biggest problem I had because after they kill uh, his brother. They, the everybody knows about this suit. They just like, oh, here's yeah. that suit. He yeah. was invisible with it. And then are we going to, at that point, if I'm a cop, I'm never going to believe something weird like that on, <laughs> yeah. a, on camera ever yeah. again. Because now the whole world has been opened up that invisibility yeah. is possible. I mean, they will have the recording. You know, Aldous Hodge was there recording. Although I don't know if that was even like legit. Like, I don't know if he had checked with his captain and was like, hey, can I, you know. Yeah, it didn't set? look legit. Yeah, so I don't even know if that would help. But I, it's okay if they don't make another movie, I think. Because it's kind of one of those cool horror movie endings where it's a little open-ended. You don't know what happens to her. She might go to jail after that. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, or, you know, she might get out or something. But I, but I think think if they actually do make another one we might look back on that and be like well how did she get here mm-hmm. you know from there like if they make another one and she's like working for the government or yeah, something, yeah i don't know you know something dumb like that but um but as a as a as in this i did but i loved the ending because i like that idea that you first you see it's the brother and i knew there was enough time left to where something else was gonna happen mm-hmm. but they do kind of uh they kind of give you, uh, I, I don't, it's not false. I mean, like that is a legit twist. But then after that, then you get the twist that he's still alive. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, that, then you get another thing with her killing him, but making it look like a suit, using his shit against him. Yeah. And I don't know how long, here's another thing that detectives should sort of be able to figure out is I don't know how long he's supposedly been behind this panel. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, taken prisoner and everything, because I feel like, I feel like at least two or three weeks have gone by here. Yeah. And I guess maybe, I guess maybe the idea is that he could, he's, he's coming back and he's feeding him and everything. I don't know. It just, it, I just didn't. Well, and I didn't even understand, like, she doesn't seem to find it odd at all when she goes back to the house before she knows all this. She goes back to the house to investigate some stuff because she finds those keys. There's keys up in the attic, too. I assume those are keys. Oh, yeah. But I, well, actually, maybe those aren't to his house because she has a keypad. But whatever. She goes to the house because she's just trying to figure out what's going on. And the dog is still there. Yeah, yeah. And like she doesn't think that's weird. Yeah, that the I think dog at this point she's. I think she's already on board with him being invisible at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I think she's already. She already knows that he's he's has to have been around to. Now, 
that there is a there i mean that that would be a something that could go a long way to having people believe her though yeah like this dog i, I haven't been taking care of this dog although you know who knows but like um it just seems like that would be who's taking care of the yeah. dog you could at least ex- put that out there but he doesn't but like i said the foreshadowing is awesome because even that point you know like she has an idea of where she wants to look because at the very beginning she when she goes through his laboratory she notices that one spot where those cameras are pointed at nothing mm-hmm. and you know and then and then she remembers that and then it, so it's just it's really expertly like plotted it's structured very very well absolutely um and i i mean i really liked upgrade um mm-hmm. i don't remember insidious chapter three i don't think i liked it but i don't remember anything about it to be honest but i really enjoyed upgrade but this is like such a huge step even up from that mm-hmm that I'm just I I can't wait to see what he does next. I, I, me too. I think I think it's at this point where we're we may be seeing somebody at the beginning yeah. of a, a really good career. It's it's interesting. Also, I looked him up uh, last night. We're eleven days apart in age. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. Uh, he's, and we already knew he was a really good writer, so him being a really good I mean, I, I think he's a good writer. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, Saw, I, the first Saw, um, I mean, I don't think it's a great movie, but there are things about it that I really enjoy, and I do like the idea of it, and mm-hmm. there's some really good writing in there. And then he's written some other stuff since then, and then, like, obviously he did Upgrade, and uh, it just feels like he keeps stepping up. Like, Insidious Chapter 3, like, that makes sense as his first movie, because yeah. he was involved with the creation of that franchise. He's trying to get a directing job. So, you know, Jason Blum's like, we'll do this. Mm-hmm. And then that went well. So then he did upgrade. And then he, I mean, it all just, it feels like he's, you know, moving in the right direction. So I'm going to be really curious to see what he does after this. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. This is, you have to go see this movie. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I, I would, if there were movies to compare it to, and this is, this is way better than this, but Sleeping with the Enemy is a, yeah, is yeah. a good comp, I'd say. Uh, that was back in the day where Julia Roberts was yeah. just becoming a huge. Actually, had become a huge star. Um, what else would we? There's a there's a few of these, I guess, where you have uh, someone trying to leave yeah. an abusive relationship, but nothing as good as this for yeah, sure. It, yeah, it definitely has like that almost like '90s thriller kind of vibe to it, or just thriller vibe. And I, and I get that's why you were saying, is this a horror movie? And I, I think overall, it probably is, just mm-hmm. because of like. You have kind of these more macabre scenes and stuff. You have like the scene in the restaurant and stuff. Yeah. So I don't want to offend horror fans when I say this, but it definitely has. It's definitely, it definitely has a, a lot more of a thriller feel to it than I thought going in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because they do such a good job dealing with this toxic relationship and, uh, you know, Elizabeth Moss, just her performance and what she's dealing with and the turns and twists, but. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, but I, the John Carpenter thing is, that's a great call as far as, especially just the way he sets the camera up and where he shoots and he does the thing, he does the great thing that like Halloween, the original Halloween did where we know he's in the room with her and that makes it even, that makes it even more suspenseful Mm -hmm. because we're not, we're not, I mean, we don't necessarily know where he's going to come from, but we know he's there and like that just makes it scarier. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, even in that opening scene where him sleeping in the bed for some reason was creepier than if like, cause I kept thinking she was going to look at the phone. He was just going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it, that's and what it, most and, movies would do. Yeah. And it just, and it just never happens and it, it makes it scarier. <laughs> like yeah. it understands 
uh, it it understands uh, he understands suspense like in the same way Carpenter does Hitchcock yeah, does that's the whole yeah. like you know show the, the show the audience the bomb don't uh, yeah. don't make the bomb a surprise I mean type of I thing. mean you definitely have jump scares here because he's invisible you know because mm-hmm. you don't know exactly where he is in the room but but they still they still play with that effectively it, it's just it's they're not jump scares for just jump scare sake no though. like there's no. nothing in there like yeah maybe they are i mean in a technical sense they are but but there's make, no but there's no false ones like yeah. you know you don't like you don't she doesn't hear something and then it's just a cat right you know like or whatever the equivalent would be it's always him yeah yeah and so that's why they're so effective is that they're they're actual like just they're just real they're part yeah. of the the part of the story and everything but although now that i say that there probably were like three times that happened and somebody's gonna point it out but i don't think there were i think it was him like every time yeah she turns around and sees the dog at the beginning before she knows the whole invisibility thing mm-hmm. i mean i guess that was kind of a, a, a false scare yeah but. i mean they're the the all through that house but yeah. these are all believable things yeah yeah, yeah. kicking the dog bowl hitting the car and the car alarm goes off uh little things like that those all make sense it's not just like you know some farmer yeah. shows up hey you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah or like somebody shows up like the doorbell rings yeah, yeah. you know or the like... phone rings super loud for some reason <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah exactly but yeah guys you gotta go watch this this is this is fantastic stuff you don't get to see stuff like this and in, in, well i mean it's it's technically a, I mean, it's technically a February movie, but it's really kind of a March yeah. spring movie. Uh, but you don't see stuff like this a lot. And, and as Jonathan has said many times, Elizabeth Moss is fantastic in this movie. <laughs> this is this is as good as it gets for a movie like of this caliber. And he's sort of raised the bar for a movie like this. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, kind of like Jordan Peele did in some ways with Get Out. I agree. Uh, you know, with the sociological horror film or whatever. I, I think that, uh, or sociopolitical, I, I think that this definitely raises the bar for that type, whatever type of movie you want to call it. But uh, that horror thriller, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. So uh, what did you guys think? Uh, go to uh, Sincast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook. We're also on CinemaSins Twitter, Music Video Sins Twitter. We have a SoundCloud, and we're also on Discord. If you want to get on Discord, you can go to the Reddit page and go to the right-hand side of the page and click on a link, or you can go to the Facebook page, private message me, and I will give you a link there. Jonathan, where can people find you? You can uh, holler at me on Twitter. I am at SamLumis13. I am also most weeks on the Behind the Sins podcast with Aaron Dicer and Danae Hughes. All right, that'll do it for this mini-pod. It's Chris Atkins and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit CinemaSins.com.